Welcome to the Soul Too Early Sports Card Podcast. Disappointing our audiences like I disappointed my parents. That's Kai. I should have gone to medical school. Welcome to episode 43 of the podcast. Kai, how the hell are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, getting ready for some shows coming up like you are, obviously. Dude, it is so exciting that we are two weeks away from Burbank. Uh, first off, I want to thank EJ Dynasty Mo for coming on last week. Uh, that was an awesome episode. Um, dude is very insightful um, with the information he's able to share. And the whole experience of talking about Burbank really kind of got me amped up for this next series of shows coming up. Obviously, we do have Burbank in two weeks. Um, and then Dallas in three. So it's a back-to-back gauntlet of these very intense, very fun shows that everyone is going to be traveling to. Hell, you're flying from Florida, and I'm flying from New Jersey, and it's going to be a journey regardless. Yeah, it's going to be, it's the first time I'm ever going to be going to a show back-to-back weekends. It's, so, uh, a year a year and a half ago at this point, um, I did three shows back-to-back-to-back, and then I moved um, the Monday I returned. So it was, the order was something like Chicago, Atlanta, Dallas. And then I moved in with my fiance, girlfriend at the time. Uh, and that was a stupid decision to do. It worked out. It was a great time. But oh my God, I uh, I think I've realized not the smartest thing I've ever done. Yeah, I'm going to be getting back from Burbank if nothing gets delayed, of course, at like Sunday night. And then... I think I'll probably have three days, I guess, because I'm going Thursday morning to Dallas. Probably same for you, I'd guess. It's- so a little a little different. Um, I'm stupid when I booked my stuff for Burbank. I'm taking a red-eye home. I thought it was um, Saturday night leaving, landing home Sunday morning. It's not. I'm leaving Sunday morning, uh, or Sunday night, I should say, and getting home mm. to New Jersey Monday morning, which is uh, uh, Labor Day. Which, ironically enough... Oh, is it? I didn't even realize that. So, it might actually be better um, for my show experience to be there all day Sunday than having left Saturday night, being home Sunday, and whatever else. Might be bad for me. I might be exhausted. But I booked first class home because it was actually not as expensive as you would... I will say this. Two things. I'm not bougie at all. I fucking, I'm not bougie in any way, shape, or form, but I do not enjoy flying, so I will spend more money to be comfortable flying because I just, I don't like it, and that's what how I usually, What do you usually fly with? United. So, United is um, centralized to Newark, or like is, is hubbed there, hosted, whatever the right wording would be. So, uh, because of that, I basically only fly United. Um, I used to do American to Dallas because that was like their hub and their flights usually be a little bit cheaper. But now I'm premier silver level on United, which means at a minimum, I think I get group two boarding. I sometimes get like complimentary like upgrades. I, I really only care about the boarding part of that, which is really worth it because if I have to check my bag, which is my, my cards, I'm rebooking my flight and that's not going to happen. Um, and two... Oh, so coming home Monday morning, which will be fucking miserable. I'm leaving for Dallas Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday so you get, night. You get one day. I get one full day home. Fun. Which will be, yeah. Uh, I think that one day home also is my fantasy football draft. So <laughs> I didn't plan that well or at all. Um, once again, for someone who fucking hates hashtag grinding and that like flipper mentality, I really am bad at this because I apparently only know one direction, which is really fucking aggressive and straightforward, apparently into the next major show. After, um, Dallas, there's nothing for a while, right? No. So there is a New Jersey show, uh, the Freehold show, which... I'm setting up at because it's five minutes from here, not even. Um, and that's a three-day show, technically the weekend after Dallas. Not a major show. If you're from the Tri-State area, you can drive up. Don't fly in. It's not It's not that type of show yet. It could grow. Um, but after Dallas, in terms of traveling shows, Chicago for the Spectacular in November. No, um, Dallas again in November, I think the weekend after. I'm going to be attending both. I'm going to be setting up at both. 
Um, I think that's it. Um, I don't know of any other super major shows. I mean, it's very possible like a Denver could be happening or a San Diego. Um, the Causeway show, the Boston show is happening, but that's a one day show. Apparently it looks like it's going to be awesome from, from whoever's posting about it, but major shows, I think we're kind of done really right before Thanksgiving, which makes perfect sense. Cause you know, Thanksgiving and like Christmas time. Yeah. I was going to say usually December, there's really nothing at all. Right. You might have a local show or two, but like it's, it's the holiday season. You want us to be home, you know. Obviously, the Northeast can't fly in the snow, um, yeah. So it's a little bit harder. I mean, if you're in SoCal or I guess Florida for you, I guarantee there's major, minor-ish shows every weekend, like forty to sixty tables. It's it's worth it. Um, but I've also reached the point, Kai, where I I like my free time. Like, I like, oh, you, I like, like you like to live yeah dude what a weird thought i like my fiance and i want to spend time with her and also i'm getting married so like i need to be available somewhat so yeah what a weird thought i don't want to go travel to, you know, to think that way dude i'm i'm getting some shit from people for not going to the east coast national this week so i don't know what that is so the east coast national is um westchester new york i believe it's at least I don't want to lie and say how far away it is. Is it really the East Coast National? Like, I've never even heard of it. That's what they call it. Now, whether that's, uh, you know, good is a different conversation. It looks like Westchester, New York is about... Uh, hang on. About two hours away. So, it's not terribly not bad, far. You yeah. can definitely do it. Uh, I just don't have interest. It's not the exact location. I just typed in like the county. So maybe it's an hour, 45 minutes, maybe it's two hours away. I don't want to bother. Like I like enjoying my time off. And as someone who does not do this full time, who really has no intentions of doing trading cards full time, I will focus heavily on the larger shows. Um, I'll sprinkle in some local ones. There's a show in Old Bridge, New Jersey that is 30 tables that I've done basically every single time. And I'm never allowed to fucking complain about that show because that's where I bought the Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig baseball. That's true. Which I paid five grand on, which is absurd. <laughs> like, that's still unbelievable you found that there. I, dude, that, that entire experience is, uh, surreal uh, i actually am in the process of getting another babe ruth not a ball but uh, an autograph or a, a signed index card which i'll be posting in the next couple of days uh once it's in hand from uh one of our friends i won't give more details only because i've not, not officially announced it yet just a dope thing to own those are always super liquid and uh they do well and I, and I know that I can price it at a good price. And uh, are, are those really like that liquid? Like, can you find so, a buyer pretty fast? It all depends on like the style of the writing. It's an index card. Yeah. Uh, it's about three by five, three by four, something along those lines. I don't have the exact thing in front of me. I know it's larger than a graded card. So whatever that. I mean, people know what an index card looks yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Roughly an index card sized item. It's a little bit larger, maybe. But the inscription and the and the auto obviously matter very much on those. And it's like, sincerely, Babe Ruth, pretty good. And it looks super clean from the photos I saw. Um, are they liquid? It depends. I mean, those are ones that could be made into custom cards. Those are ones that a company could buy and make a Babe Ruth cut auto from and sell it for a stupid amount of money. Even though, hey, guess yeah. what? You just buy it for a fifth of the price and then not worry about it. I guess the it. one like that, I mean, that's probably almost more desirable than a um, a really poorly made cut auto. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, I mean it's, yeah. it's so interesting, the Babe Ruth market. And, and I'm not an expert in any way, shape, or form, but I have moved a couple of them. So I at least feel acceptable talking about it at scale i mean the worst baby with cut autos are maybe three to five grand at the worst case and at the best they can be five figures like it obviously will depend on the auto grade and the condition and what it's signed obviously if we're just talking an index card or something blank yeah i mean why not like they they have value people want to own a baby ruth and whether it's a 
they want to take that autograph and put it in a display one day and you know use that as the the centerpiece with their little collection or they just want it as something to own like th there is value there and i honestly would be surprised if i get the item by friday and today's tuesday i'd be surprised if i owned it by the end of the free old show in three weeks or four weeks whatever it'd be and then your lithographs running right yes so that is running on golden right now uh i think it's at 1500 bucks there's two plus weeks left it doesn't exactly matter it's at 1500 bucks 15 days left um as it gets a little closer we'll talk more about it i mean it's not there's no rush yet i, I maybe check it once a day um hopefully i make money on it it's gonna be a little interesting to see what happens there i'm not super concerned if i lose money i'll just write it off as a tax loss or a, a business expense whatever if i make money oh hey how horrible right like what a, what a terrible thing yeah but it's so interesting man the world the the show world feels like we go through these waves and i and i noticed a lot on instagram too and, and i mean maybe for you and joke it's a little different because you're a consignment business you guys are always trying to flip stuff over even faster than i am but i've noticed that the way to sell and trade on instagram is really this wave of like you might have a day where you sell nothing which is perfectly fine you might have days where you process 10 to 20 or 30 items. Uh, I can tell you yesterday, uh, yeah, yesterday I moved 25 grand worth of stuff. I was shocked <laughs> that it happened. And I had another deal that could have been another eight or nine grand. It just did not work out that way though. Like that's a pretty good day at the office. And, and you know what? So far say I've done nothing. And that's yeah. perfectly fine. It's kind of funny you mentioned that. I didn't even realize, but like, yeah, that's exactly how it's been the last couple of weeks. I would say, I mean, we do days where we sell like 20 cards and then days where we maybe sell a card, you know? I mean, some days we do like sales and stuff, but still, I mean, yeah, it definitely has been going in waves lately. I don't know if there's a reason for that or which is random, but. I think part of it is the national hangover. I think people put a lot of money into inventory that they want to cycle in and out. Um, and I think it's also a little bit of a squeeze from, you could say economic factors. You could say that the, the pumping of basketball is officially here because I can tell you for a fact, uh, the Kate Cunningham market, Kai, as you and I both know, exploded at the national. And the item that I moved, which I got at a pretty high price at, this at the time I bought it, is probably up two grand in two and a half weeks, which makes no logical sense. The one we got? The uh, No, the 75th anniversary, K that I moved to you. Yeah, yeah, the one we got. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the market is definitely up. I, I think when we were looking at basketball a couple, like a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago, we were trying to figure out who it would be that would be like that guy that gets like fucking. And it was Cade. I mean, we looked at it. It was like Cade coming off an injury, right? Yep. People forgot about him. Pistons, a lot of good young players. He's cheaper in comparison to guys that he's better than. Doesn't yep. make any sense. Yep. I mean. And he has a lot of good stuff that, and it was kind of just still rolling out his last good products. So there were still grading opportunities there. I guess they're still kind of rolling out a little bit. I guess Flawless just came out a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's the last, that's the last product, right? Usually I think Flawless is like the end of the, the yeah. Draft. So, I mean, they were still coming out with like stuff you could grade that was getting pulled. So I think it was like the perfect wind of like stuff coming together. And if you got into Kate at the right time, I mean, it was almost a no brainer. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, listen, I made my, my money in the short term on Cade. If I get a couple more at a decent price, I'm happy to buy them. Um, I thought Lanella would have more of a rise up, uh, but he kind of seems like people are done with him in a way. Well, Maybe I think the team's just so, like, poverty that I don't, I don't know. I mean, the thing about Lamelo is, like, he's good, but I don't really see him being, like, a like one of the guys like so i'm gonna disagree with you i think if everything works out well i think he is an all pro potential but what not i really do think he has all pro potential because in my opinion kai i think in the next year or so he's gonna demand a trade out of there may i could see that yeah he's yeah like he's just so like not the ball it's so really. toxic for any kind of like actual good basketball being played like he might put up empty calorie stats of like he's able to actually first off get healthy which is a question mark of course 
And then if they win 15 to 25 games, like, all right, yeah, what's the point? Like, what the fuck am I doing here? Uh, I don't know his contract off the top of my head, but obviously he's like one year into the max or whatever. As we've seen in the NBA, contracts also don't matter. So, I mean, they're probably the worst team in the league, right? Or one of the worst teams. They're definitely one of the worst. I mean, I'm trying to think of who could be. The Rockets are the Rockets are going to be pretty solid this year, I think. I think they're one year away, most likely, from being like a play-in team. Their roster is like so much better than the Hornets. They could trend up. Um, I I am curious. I don't really know who would be that bad. I I, I'm just googling it right now, so I don't have this. The Spurs could be kind of bad. I mean, depending on how Victor plays. (laughs) No, the Spurs could be bad based on how Victor plays. That's a fair statement to say. Uh, I mean, they're not going to be good, but yeah, they're probably... No, of course, they're not going to be good. Um, what a... Shit. Who had early picks last year? I mean, the Hornets had the second pick. Oh, they have Detroit at 30. Oh, the Wizards at 29. Wizards. This is, this is ESPN, so... Yeah. I don't know if I agree with this or not. Portland, 28. If they lose Dame, yeah, they're going to... Charlotte, 27. Okay, so... And the Spurs, for reference, before anyone makes fun of me, is 26, so... Yeah, I mean, I think a trade would be good for him and cards, I guess. I guess it also depends where he gets traded to, because if he just lateral moves to, like, one of the other poverty teams, like, I don't think it's going to do a lot. But I can see LaMelo ending up on, like, the Knicks one day, or, like, one of those major markets. No, I'm just saying, like, one of those major markets, because, like, I feel like for him... Everyone always says Lakers. So I think that he's the type of guy who wants like the superstar life. So it wouldn't shock me if he went to the largest market, which would be in LA or New York. I mean, even, even Lonzo went to the Bulls, which I would consider a more major market. I mean, he went from, he went from the Lakers to the Pelicans to the Bulls. So, you know, what if the Clippers traded Paul George for LaMelo? That'd be really funny. I mean, dude, I honestly think Charlotte would say no. I mean, yeah, they definitely would. I yeah. was just thinking of more of like a where could Lamelo go, and that'd be kind of like um, Los Angeles, good team. I, I don't be surprised if we're doing this episode in a year or so, and Lamelo is uh, demanding a trade. He's That's like weirdly I'm... still kind of expensive though for what he is right now. I with him, it's a lot of potential, and when a player gets hurt, it really feels like their market obviously will drop immediately by like 20%, 30%. But then he's almost seen as like a value play, which we also saw with Kate Cunningham as well, because we both kind of drank the Kool-Aid there a little bit. Um, but I, I will tell you, dude, if, a, if an NT uh, Lamello uh, came up to me at a pretty reasonable price, I'd probably buy it. I mean, Cade and Lamello for reference, let's say a PSA nine with like a similar patch, right? Yeah, I think they're like almost the exact same price. But I don't Kate know how, is, what you think of that. Kate is starting to have his price jump up, and Lamelo has not. So it's like, what I rather. But, but was Cade's price too low to begin with? Possibly. I mean, dude, I, I, mean, I know a lot of people. Right. I know a lot of people that were able to move Cade with. I think he's dominating right now for USA basketball, and yeah. they're saying a lot of positive things about him. So he's obviously healthy or getting healthy. So. It wouldn't shock me if Kate has a better year, but if we're talking about potential, I think Lamelo does have the higher. I mean, I just look at it as like Cade was literally the number one pick. Yeah. Go. I mean, yeah. No, I'm not saying that Kate Cunningham is a scrub. He's not, but I would more. I gotta pump and dump our cards, man. I'm. Just yeah, gonna... you gotta. I own. Uh, I don't own any Kate at the moment, and I don't own any Lamelo, and I would buy Lamelo. Cade, I would consider, but I've already done well with what I've had. So we uh we recently acquired a nine point five NT. Yeah, the gold, right? No, it's the out of ninety nine. Oh, you got a true, nice. And it's our eighth NT. Yes, yeah, so you really are drinking the Kool Aid. The the thing is too, and I and I've called this out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk some shit about you as well. I guess in this extension. People who put so much financial responsibility into a certain player generally have the worst sports takes. So, sorry, Kai. But I see, that's where we split it up. We got two Anthony Edwards is two. Well, here's the thing. Anthony Edwards also needs to get traded. So, we, yeah, <laughs> we're in agreement. He's on, not going to get traded, though. No, he's not going to get traded. Yeah. Honestly, who's if any of those players on the Timberwolves do get traded, 
and it's not Gobert. It's it's Car Anthony Towns. Like yeah, probably yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Anthony Edwards honestly might get the biggest package of any player in the NBA right now. If he was traded, oh, ooh, nah. I don't know who else it would be. I, I mean, Wembenyama, I guess maybe. Luca would be up there. Victor would be up there. Whether I agree with those is a different conversation. I think Luca is probably one of the most valuable players in the NBA right now. Victor also because of the potential of the contract. You wouldn't pay him a big money contract for what five years, so that's a big difference. Um, Edwards, Edwards probably be in that top five list though. Which is crazy. Yeah. I, I, think, don't, I don't. I think he probably has like the most like potential to like grow as well out of those three dudes. I don't um. Know. Well, Victor, I'm gonna put an NA for for obvious reasons because I I don't know what's gonna happen with him this year. I think Chet's better than him. That's, I'll say it for, like that's the third time. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I agree or disagree. I once again, I am willing to. I'm willing to concede that it is neutral. Like, it could be either or. I think Chet will shoot better from the field. Victor cannot really shoot a ton of threes at the moment, at least in the French League. He couldn't. Um, Don't put them up. They're not going in. Well, (laughs) I would not be surprised if Victor averages like 15 and 8 on decent efficiency in his rookie year, which is fine. That's a fine start to your career. I think anyone who is expecting like 22 and 11 and you know, he's going to average like four or five blocks too, though. No, no, that, that is, I think that is completely reasonable. Honestly, at least, at least three, like he might be in the defensive player of the year conversation. That'd be crazy. If he, if he's able to average three or four blocks a game, it could be, he, it, it could happen. I don't think he'll win it, but he might be in the conversation at least having a valid chance to um 15 and 8 and and three or four blocks a game pretty phenomenal rookie year chet is chet is interesting only because they have so many weapons um on the thunder that he could almost like be an afterthought he also can like kind of play like a light point guard he's not going to though he brings the ball up all the time but he but and he could pass. Like but would you good. rather have the ball in his hands or SGA? No, no, not at all. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Guys. Oh, I'm just saying if he gets a rebound, like he can actually bring it down the court. I don't know if he's coordinated enough to get it from end to end. I, I remain. I, I leave my judgment to ask me again in like January, February on like how they're doing. Oh, you got to make a prediction, man. You can't be. I think Victor. I think Victor finishes second in in um, Rookie of the Year voting. I think someone like I think Scoot ends up winning Rookie of the Year. That's very fair. Yeah, Um, I I think um, Chet will finish like third or fourth. There, I think those three dudes are going to be top three in some sort of order. I, I, I I will take the very like neutral expected route. I, I would be very surprised if. I'd be very surprised if Victor won Rookie of the Year. I just think that he needs a little bit of time to develop. Yeah. Um, I just don't think he'll be able to like play on the inside. <laughs> um, He's going to get bodied, yeah. yeah I know. Like, Kenneth I, Lofton Jr. I mean, same thing with Chet. Chet, I mean, gained 15 pounds of muscle, apparently. But, Chet's like, a lot he, bigger than him. I, I, But uh, that's what I'm saying, too. Is like Chet has grown as well. Yeah. I still think he'll have some trouble, and, and we'll see. I wonder if that year off is almost like kind of a really good thing for him yeah i think it, i think it's very possible i mean at least to be more conditioned for the nba and to get in that strength and conditioning programs and put obviously healthy muscle on and like growing with that is, is awesome it, it remains to be seen we, we got sidetracked what i was gonna lead Wait, into really quick really quick okay okay i'm just curious this is an interesting question i think I know usually the non-licensed cards don't typically like hold up, right? Yep. But this last year they've had the first Bowmans for like Victor and like Caleb Williams and football and stuff like that. Do you think those hold up? I don't know. I don't think they will. Like it's Bowman, so people really like it. It's like it's their, it's their first auto. Yeah. But actually, wait. Does Victor say first on it? 
It does, I think. Check eBay real quick. So what I was going to lead into is uh, Ryan's Discord server, which not sponsored. Yep, go for it. Now, let me... Uh, we're going to check the Victor. Is it Bowman U or just whatever? It's Yeah, it's Bowman University. I, I was just wondering because, like, I mean, I know Bowman Chrome Baseball is, like, it's obviously licensed, but, I mean, it's the first time we've ever had a first Bowman, really, of, like, big-name guys. So it doesn't say first on it. That's not the real one. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh. <sighs> I don't no. think it keeps the no. prices right now. But I don't think it goes to like zero. No, it won't go to zero. Um, I would be surprised if these are m more than half the value within two years. I mean, if they start if they start signing cards in NBA uniforms, they'll, they'll they'll drop to near zero, near zero compared to what they are now. If they never do sign NBA uh, autos, similar to the Garland, Darius yeah, Garland, they'll, they'll hold value. Yeah. It's it's <coughs> it's a little tricky. This is a tricky one. That was all. No, that's a good question. But speaking of. Um, selling cards and the ability to make sales and deals uh ryan so ryan's cards who runs a pretty massive discord server um i want to talk about it a little bit now i will make this clear right now i'm gonna put the referral link for my account in the description i don't give a fuck if you ever sign up i don't care if you choose to awesome cool if three people sign up i get my money back for my referral <coughs> it's 15 bucks a month or 100 bucks a year do it if you want to awesome if you don't this will be the only time i ever talk about that that's perfectly fine do whatever you choose to he's not sponsored this i got his approval to show this on the, the stream the podcast whatever and i have some like first thoughts um i have not sold a car yet on on the discord but honestly, I really enjoy how it's structured. Now, it's super overwhelming. And that is perfectly fine. They cover fucking everything here. So, for anyone who has never used Discord, I will keep it very high level. Because once again, if you're a 40-year-old man, 45-year-old man, who's never even heard of Discord, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll keep it easy. The Marketplace is the only section that would matter to you. Unless you're a degenerate, degenerate gambler where you really want to talk about Funko Pops or whatever, only focus on this section. <coughs> Each channel, Marketplace Football, Marketplace Basketball, Marketplace Baseball, Vintage, Hockey, so on, that is your hub to buy or sell for your items. If you want to go buy basketball, you click in here. People give you a price, then you can counter, you could you could offer you could dm them it's pretty straightforward it's nice because it doesn't get clogged up with like random messages it's typically just like prices and like offers <laughs> sometimes there's people who talk which they're not supposed to they actually have a pretty good moderating staff who like keep people organized also look at ryan talking right there he, he's buying cards which good for him fuck it it's his server he can do whatever he wants but you can see that this place is pretty alive so I looked at it at 4.52, and there's 50-plus messages in 40 minutes. Like, that's actually kind of wild. And that's just one of these channels. Let's say you're a vintage guy. That's pretty straightforward. If I wanted to comment, I could. Or I want to reply. Let's say, hey, I want to buy this 52 Hatsfield for 60 bucks. I want to out from 50. I can reply right there. I could add... Uh, a reaction, an emoji, like, oh, that's that's fire, bro. I really love your 1975 Tops Pete Rose uh, PSA 5. Yeah, that's my favorite card for whatever reason. You can do that. And then you can actually reach out to people. Now, this is an issue with Discord. It's not an issue with Ryan's server. DMing is fucking trash. It sucks. You have to tell people you're DMing them. Uh, you will also get notifications up here, which... Good, good luck. <laughs> good luck finding it if you're not paying attention. It's it's yeah. a little annoying. Um, 
the other like real sticky notes that I've noticed, uh, Ryan does seem to care about the people in his Discord because they're they're paying him obviously, and that's a good thing I want to see. Um, I think like on Friday night or Thursday night, he was like, "Hey, bros, like if you ever need anything, like if you ever if you're too drunk, if you're out partying tonight and you're a little too drunk, let me know. I'll cover your Uber." Like just small shit like that, whether he means it or not. I was like, "Oh, that's that's really cool. Like you actually gave a fuck." For once, you did more than more people, more than most people would even offer. Whether you're doing it because they're they're paying to be part of your server, doesn't matter. You you try to be a decent human being. That's really cool. I respect that. Um, where would I rank this? Fifteen bucks a month is. It sounds like a lot. It does, and and I think that's a fair thing to start with. But let's look at like a card ladder. I fucking love card ladder. I would love to be sponsored by them. I think they're fucking awesome. I tell you about it all the time because guess what? It's a good service. If you don't use it, you're a fucking idiot and you, and you deserve to not make your money because it pays for itself in cost avoidance. If you make a mistake by looking at comps and not seeing something that would be on card ladder, you lose hundreds of bucks, thousands of bucks, tens of thousands possibly. Probably not, but you, you understand the point. It pays for itself in the cost avoidance of making a mistake. This pays for itself, in my opinion, even though, even though I've not made a deal, the opportunity to move lower end stuff or mid end stuff in a story sale that I wanted to post here instead. If I get one sale out of that and I wanted 200 bucks on eBay, but I get $200 or 225 off on Discord, let's say, pays for two months of Discord. Or a quarter of a year not, not the worst thing in the world yeah um we've been in it for about two months and i would say the exact same thing i don't think it's necessary if you don't want to be in it for whatever reason but i mean for a hundred bucks a year if you make a hundred bucks on a card i mean that's that right there we've probably sold like 50k worth in here alone i mean and there you go and you've sold cards and i've not and i yeah. still i look at it as a tool now, this tool is very specialized. It could work in certain scenarios, situations, might be perfect for X, Y, and Z. The inventory I currently had when I joined on Thursday was good. I got DMs about stuff, but I, I, I got nibbles. I didn't get a bite. I turned over stuff over the last couple of days on Instagram. You know what I'm going to do when I get items in now? I want to put it on Discord first because I want to see if someone wants to buy it for a good price. Not a, not a great price, a good price. Um, and then I can always post on Instagram after because when I take pictures of the cards, I can now just reuse those for Instagram. So it now will work itself into my, my, my structure of, hey, get items in, take pictures. Don't post me on Instagram. Go to Discord first because I can use it for my phone. And hey, maybe I'll maybe instead of putting a card at eight hundred bucks on Instagram, I put it at eight twenty five on Discord or even seven seventy five. I want to make it a little lower. Someone offers me seven fifty, seven twenty five. Hey, I moved an item on Discord that I might not have otherwise because they might not know who I am on Instagram. Yeah, my like one or two major gripes would be. This one's kind of minor, but it's still like annoying sometimes. I know some people, that's how they operate, but a lot of people in there like strictly try to buy like 75% of comps. Like, yeah, like, no, stuff. dude. So the first exchange, I think I deleted the message because I was so annoyed by the guy. Um, the first guy, oh, oh shit. I have a really funny one. Let me find it first. I'll so, my other gripe real quick while you find that. My other oh, gripe is the fact that people are very overboard about condition of raw cards. Like, you've got to understand that every raw card is not going to gem. And if I send you a front and back picture of it, like, I don't know what else you want. Like, I'll send someone a picture. They'll be like, okay, cool, man. Do you see any indents or anything? I'm like, dude, I literally sent you a picture of the card. Like, I do not know what else you want from me. Yeah, they, there are, they all, I don't want to name drop anyone because it's not fair. They all want to be your fourth favorite Instagram influencer. Yeah. That's what they want to be. And that's how they try and talk. And they fail at it. You got to remember too, Discord, going to lean younger because I'm 26. I'll be 27 soon. I've never used Discord before. I like video games. I'm a nerd. My first passion. Never used Discord. Never had a need to. It has a steep learning curve. 
That's not negative of Ryan. That's not negative of his server, but it has a steep learning curve. If you're an older gentleman or, or woman who collects cards, you might struggle to figure out how to use it. It took me a little bit of time, an hour or so, but I also work in tech, so I fucking figured it out. You might have trouble. That's fine. Uh, and also the exchange. This is really funny. This was on Monday. No, this was Sunday, actually. I'm sorry. Today's the, today's the 15th. Uh, this person, who I will not name, says the following. The borough printing plate you have just did 1,200. I'll do 900. It's also a hard card to move that you can only get a good amount from if you wait a year for the right buyer. Let me read that to you again, Kyle. The borough plate you have just did 1,200 bucks. I'll do 900. It's also a hard card to move that you only get the, the good amount from if you wait a year for the right buyer. I respond with, LOL, what? <laughs> I'm open to a counter, but I try buying at 80% for cards. They don't have many comps, so I can come up a bit. I respond with, read what you said again. Read, and then I respond again. Read with what you said again, the burrow I had. And then he he deleted the original message because I guess he was embarrassed that I that I saved it, and he and then he asks, "Oh, you sold it?" I said, "As you clearly are," and I respond with, "As you're clearly aware of, as you mentioned it, because the burrow I had." It's just like what the fuck is going on here? Uh, and then I, and I drill a little bit more. Like he's like, "Oh, it could be a different version." Like I'm just I'm gonna up my offer to eighty five percent. Like like dude, you clearly know I own this item since you knew it was mine and you knew what it sold for like who the fuck are you <laughs> it was a really really weird exchange and i'm like somehow i'm the asshole here because I, I i have the audacity to call out stupid which that's quite stupid right there uh and then some other kid tried to tell me how ebay fees work and that's i so, 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 i have, have sold fourteen thousand cards on ebay since 2015 I said that to him, I'm like, you are not the expert here, I am. Here's how many cards I've sold on eBay. Dude, when he's like, I'm just to trying to stay a buck here, bro. I'm like, you're you're wrong. When people you try to explain to you, like, oh, you, you'll you be getting 16% fees on eBay, yep. or oh, yep. with sales tax, like, this is what it comes yep. out. Like, like, oh my god, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I've never really thought of that before, but that's definitely one of my biggest pet peeves. It was bad. I, I was on I've sold more cards than you all ever own. Please stop. I didn't, I, I didn't actually say that, but like, I love when I, they over exaggerate like, what percent of fees it is typically due. They're like, oh yeah, dude, eBay's like 20% fees. Like, you don't have to deal with that. Like, dude, we get like 11% fees. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's not that bad. Yeah. It, it was, it made me laugh, but I was like, but that's, once again, that's no one's fault other than their own. They should be embarrassed. <laughs> but that's no one's fault on, on the Discord side because, hey, you have stupid people everywhere you go. Um, in terms of, like I said, there are tools to success in sports cards. Card ladder, one of them. I fucking love card ladder. This, I enjoy. I think it has potential. Um, as I get more low-end stuff, quote-unquote, and for conversation's sake, low-end will be 100 to 500 bucks. Because even in their own Discord chat, I didn't show this, but I will show it quickly now. They do have a high-end section, which they classify as 1500 bucks and up. Which, you know what? Honestly, pretty decent number. Um, if, especially when you remember and think about the Discord does lean a younger audience. 1500 bucks is a lot of money. So... You can see here everyone's posting their cards. Obviously, everyone wants to sell their cards. Um, how dare you make offers on anything else? Oh, that's, that's a pretty cool card. Apollo gold action. I, I thought it'd be more, but go figure. Shows what I know. Um, and they have, like I said, different cards. They have stuff under $30. If people want to only trade for whatever reason, I don't know why you would want to do that, but you do you, man. Deal or no deal, my favorite section of old school and how they offer 40% comps. Uh, repack, it looks like. 80% comp. What's this? 80% comps marketplace. I think you like have to sell at like 80% of comps or lower or something. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. What a what a, what a place I'll avoid. <laughs> place I will never go back to ever again. Unless I really need to. Uh, which I, I hope not to. Um, 
uh, the other day. I have to be careful what I say here too, because ironically, another service that we've talked about on the show, Kai, uh, starting with a V, and one of your and one of your favorite sponsors, um, there is a possibility that those individuals appear on an episode somehow, some way, Kai. They might join the Soul Totally podcast to talk about Very Swap, which would be fucking hilarious in a way. Um, look- <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Just be nice. Be nice, sir. Come on. I'm trying to be I fair. I don't get it. Like, why do I need to pay someone to make a trade? Like, <laughs> you pay 6% fees right now don't on the total value. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, there goes that opportunity, asshole. <laughs> Thanks, Kai. You I'm just it. being honest. Like, I, I agree with you. I, I said the same thing. I think the fees are too high. And also, just message people off the platform, which I did. Um, in terms of tools, there are free ones that work. Alt works pretty well. Alt's gotten a lot better recently. They uh, they added the Very functionality true. to show yeah. if cards have been relisted, if they've been unpaid. It's not perfect. I think they're very clearly aware of that. There are sales they're showing it's not paid. There are ones that clearly were. But once again, if it's 75% right currently and they're able to get that up to 90% and 95%, it's a huge tool. And that's free. I, I make sure to use everything available to me. I'll use 130 point. I, uh, what's the other one that people really like? Um, um, eBay sales. I mean, there used to be like watch count. Watch count was great too. There's another oh, one that's still around. Um, I don't remember the name of it. I'm oh, the one. eBay one? Yeah. Um, oh, it's going to piss me off. I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Um, oh my God. It's like the eBay tool. It is the eBay tool. Um, Terrapeak. Thank you. Yep. That, I would I would not have gotten there. Um, Terrapeak, watch count, 130 point, whatever. There are tools that let you check prices for everything. Um, and some will find information that others don't. And that's why you have to have, in my opinion, CarLider and Alt on your phone. Maybe have watch count saved on your, on your phone as well if you can't find something. Um, you have to have all these resources available. And in my world, this is where Ryan's will fit. Um, it will now be at the starting point of when I get items in hand. Um, and I'm able to possibly sell them for cost or a little over cost in a pretty easy way based on how liquid the item is. Do I expect to move five and ten five and ten K items on Discord? Probably not. I mean, I've got a nibbles on like my Tatum Floss RPA. I might try putting the Babe Ruth on there. I don't know how that would work for an index card. It's a, It says card in the name of it's an index card, but someone will tell me uh, and I'll get in trouble probably. Um, but we'll see. Uh, if I was to give it a rating out of 10, I would say like an eight. I, and that's someone who has not made a sale on it. I think I see the potential within it. If you're a little bit older, if you're not tech savvy, I think you're going to struggle. And... That's perfectly fine, but you may get frustrated quickly. Yeah, the way I kind of see it is like, for what it is, a Discord server to, for sports cards, like, I really don't think you can make a better one. I mean, I don't yeah. know if that's like, you know, so I would probably say it's a 10 out of 10 for what it is. I, I, I'm only, I, I'm not comparing it to other Discord servers because I don't use Discord. Yeah, like overall tool, like an 8 yeah. out of 10, yeah. As a tool, I think it's an eight out of ten. That's probably fair. Yeah, I, I think that any faults are not of the people who own it and run it. I think they do a great job. The, the bad stuff you run into is just children being children, which is fucking expected in a platform designed for younger children. Shout out Wanda Franco. Oh God, almost <laughs> Allegedly. forty-five minutes. Yeah, that's a good way to end the podcast. What David mysteriously vanished? What? That whole situation, dude, is really fucked up. There's a up. second, um, like, kid now. I know. Dude, he's so... so the Rays are fucked with that $100 million it, contract or whatever. I think it's like 144. Uh, shout out number 14, I guess, for Wander. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're in trouble now. Um, I, I wonder how the contract would work out if... I mean, he's on the restricted list right now, so he's not getting paid. 
if this ends up being true, I could see the Rays getting back money either from insurance or like some morality clause or just the league fucking suspending him. Like, yeah, I was gonna say if he gets like, like left on the the whatever list. I mean, restricted list. Yeah, wouldn't he just be left on that forever? Possibly. I mean, I don't they, really know how it works. Signed for but... fourteen years or something. Uh, which once again, he likes that number fourteen. Um, it'll it'll be interesting. I I do feel bad for Rays fans, all sixteen of you. Once again, good number for for Juan Franco. Um, it'll be tough. Um. The card wise, you're fucked. You're just, you're, you're just straight up fucked. Like, He's down I'm like fucked. sixty or seventy percent loss. Like, damn. yeah, don't don't diddle children. Like, what? I'm sorry. Like, just don't do it. Like, the thing is, though, like, there's just no like, way anyone could have known this was coming. No, like, and did, was... oh my god, wait, hang on. Did you see the youth inceptions card? Shit. Oh god, Kai, I fucking broke you. My chair's giving out on me. Did you see the youth invasion card? I did the insert. So, like, yeah. Oh, we're, we're going there. Hang on. Oh, man. The thing is, though, like, you just wake up one day. Let's say you have 15K into Wander Franco. This happens. It's like, <laughs> you shit out of luck. It's like, there's nothing you can really do. That's why you buy dead people, guy. That's why you buy people that haven't played the MLB yet and dead people. You don't touch them if they've been in the league. Uh, well, hang on. Let me find the. Uh... They're probably going for stupid money right now. <laughs> I did. I did check. I was curious. That would have been a good investment right there. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, this That's is so stupid. So obviously, no one knew, but this is fucking actually kind of the whole situation's bad. The whole situation's horrible. Feel, These were probably for, ten cents. <laughs> no, there weren't ten cents. I feel for everyone. There were a case hit. Um, I feel for everyone in the situation. Obviously, horrible. This is fucking hilarious. I don't care who you are. This is really This is objectively amazing. There was um, another card too. I'll find it while you talk about this. So they weren't. I mean, they definitely had value. So for reference, in July, PSA ten to fifty bucks, forty bucks raw, forty six bucks raw. They had value actually. They were a case hit supposedly. Um, to five to one seventy five. So yeah, everything else in Wander's market is down, but meme cards are at an all-time high. Youth quake. Oh Jesus Christ! Hang on. That's someone not good. pulled the red out of five literally like a day ago. Oh, there's another version. Oh my youth god. Quake, youth quake. Yep, 1996 youth quake. Ah, well, I mean that's a little too old for him then. That's way too old. Um, yeah. Shout out 1996. Oh god, this is bad, dude. The light, the light exclusive. What does that mean? Oh god. No. 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 This is bad. This is up there with the emoji cards, which I think made a return. What? I think the emoji cards are back, guy. Like new ones? I think so. We gotta end. <laughs> no, hang on. Uh, the A Matthews and the hundred card. Ah, you just can't be doing that to dead people, man. Mike Piazza, not dead, but still. Fire emoji, Ryan, Ryan Sandberg. Every time we have a, a lull, I'm just gonna pull the emoji sports cards. I would love to somehow get the person who made these on the podcast. There are a few people, dude. All right, Let, let's end with this segment because this is a funny idea. If you could have anyone on the podcast who's not actually an industry leader or an influencer or not a fucking idiot, I think one of the most interesting people to have on the podcast would be an, an actual grader, PSA or Beckett. Yes, that takes that was going to be my answer. Like, that is, in yeah. my opinion, like objectively, would be one of the most interesting people to just talk about and like have a conversation with so if somehow some way you know a person who either worked at psa or beckett or does well probably work, work, work is probably better because i would imagine there's an nda uh while you're working see there. i want to get someone who like was an x grader so we could ask them if they ever got like bribed and stuff well that's that's why if you work there currently you probably can't do it if you had work there 
I, I would I would want to talk to you. Uh, I have a friend who worked at PSA in their uh, PSA DNA department. I wonder if he would. Yeah, I wonder if he would actually be able to. Maybe. I mean, I have like a Beckett rep. I don't know if that does anything, but. I don't know. I mean, the issue is too is like graders make like 30 to 50, 30 to 50 grand a year. Like, they don't get paid anything. So I've been senior graders do though. I'm like, sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, starting out, I'm sure you make nothing, but it's crazy to think that like a person making 40 grand, let's say, might be grading a card worth 40 grand. grand. Yeah. Like, oh, that's just my fucking, you know, salary right here in this stupid emoji card. <laughs> Because obviously those are the emoji. Please, bu- please pump emoji cards and also NPB because I keep on buying more of it. That, that's how the podcast ends, guys. Just... You got to buy no. a sealed case and keep it sealed. No, I'm just going to keep buying it and ripping it because I obviously have a problem. But you like making money though. Probably. So, probably making money. I have a PSA sub that I'm getting ready with, with Santiago that is like 130 cards, all NPB. Uh, I'm gonna do the the bulk one for 19 bucks, um, and then I sent DC a bunch of numbered stuff from NPB. I offered it to you guys; you didn't want it, so that's perfectly fine. It would be miserable, so I, I don't blame you for declining. Um, we'll see. I mean, other people that I would want to also interview besides a grader at PSA or Beckett, who else would actually be like? Um. I, Investacard would be interesting. That would I would be interesting. DC. DC would be fun. DC like, would actually there, be Yeah. That would be interesting. Mike, uh, MC Sports Card would be an interesting one. I don't really know Mike's who's been on interviews on. before. I would want someone that's like never really talked to anyone. Okay, so f- fuck Investacard then. Investacard, um, no, he's like always. You know who I would actually. Uh, so this is a throwback. I think you were around for Brandon, Brandon's Cards one, the guy who stole. Oh, yeah. I don't even know where card. he's at now. I mean, yeah, that was like six or seven years ago. Um, I want someone who has joined either like Jeff Wilson's like sports card investor program or Eric Michaels, whatever his fucking name is, that guy. One of those stupid programs. I actually, so for context, I sent Kai one of those program links. I was like, hey, we should join this for a podcast and make fun of it. I think he charged like thousands of dollars. So if you sign up for that as well, please tell me and I will feel bad for you, but also invite you on the podcast to have a conversation. I want to hear, I want to hear your thoughts. Be interesting for sure. That would be interesting. I also just made fun of that potential person. Yeah. You just basically told them they wasted their money. Yeah. Well, I, you did. If you exist. I guess you could use it as a (laughs) write-off. Dude, I I would, at that point I would just lie. I would just make up numbers. Like, I'm too embarrassed to actually pay for the service. <sighs> All right. I think we're good. I, I think that we've we've kicked everything useful in and out of this conversation. 45 minutes of good talk, and then me derailing it into straight-up anarchy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you guys know anyone that we wanted to get on the podcast that you there's something similar, let us know. Yeah, make sure uh, they also know the age of consent in their respective country. 14. Franco. Yeah, 14. I know. No. All right. Thank you guys for watching or listening. Sorry. And thank you. Yep. <laughs> See you guys.